Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everybody, or good morning in some people's area. I'm Dr. Jesse Rail, and for those of you who don't know me, I've had over 30 years of experience in the mental health field. I'm presently and have been for many years a licensed counselor in the state of West Virginia, and I'm a mental health consult now. So welcome to this show or this presentation, and um, we're going to talk about what's holding you back. A lot of people have things that they want to do where they have they have goals that they want to meet. And it could be something pretty easy and pretty simple, or it could be something really difficult. But many times we, we want to do something, we want to accomplish a goal, and we just kind of procrastinate and don't do it, and we talk about it and just kind of don't do it. And there are usually reasons, well, there's always a reason for that. And so what we want to do is Look at what is holding us back from accomplish, accomplishing our goals. And it could be something, you know, pretty simple like rearranging your house or reorganizing your room or getting rid of a bunch of stuff you don't need. Or it could be something, you know, more, more complicated, um, losing weight or going into further education, getting a job, leaving a relationship that you know is toxic that you know isn't helpful for you. So one of the things that tends to hold people back is fear. Fear of fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear that if you achieve your goal, people won't like you or that you won't be included in groups that you presently are included in. It could be anxiety or uncertainty about the future. You know, a lot of times, we're not real sure what's that going to happen in the future. And so we kind of say, well, you know, the economy doesn't look good at all right now. So there's no reason for me to, you know, go into such a career, such a field. So it can be various things. And the first thing that is important is identify what it is that's holding you back. It could also be your beliefs. You know, many times we are so focused on what other people have told us all of our lives. You know, you, you can't do such and such because you're blind. Or, you know, you can't live independently because you're blind. Or you can't... Okay, go oh. ahead, Jesse. We're going to ask everyone to please remain muted while Jesse's giving her presentation. Thank you. Okay, so it could be your beliefs. And a lot of times people have told us throughout our lives what we can and can't do. Or it could be maybe you really don't know what you can do. So those are a lot of the mental health reasons why we don't succeed in, in our goals. And, you know, it's important to find out what you figure out what you want to do and think about what is keeping you from achieving that goal. It also could be that you've tried, you know, different things and they haven't worked out. So now you're just kind of feeling like, what is the point? If I, you know, keep trying this and it doesn't work out, maybe you've been in multiple bad relationships. And so, you know, you're like, hmm, no reason to get in another one. It'll be bad, too. Or, um, you know, 
I've tried to get involved in this or that group and, and people don't accept me. So what can you do when those things happen? You can think about what it is and learn from your mistakes. Think about what went wrong when you tried it before. I learned from your mistakes. It might not have been something that you actually did, but think about, you know, when I tried this before, what did I do and what could I do differently? Because that may be a way to solve the problem. It could be that you just blasted into things, but you really didn't have a very good plan or you didn't really know too much about what you were doing to begin with. And so it didn't work out. So make a plan. How are you going to do this? If, for example, you're not real sure what you can do, what you might want to do is talk to you know, rehab counselors, talk to other people who are blind, just post a question. I, I'm interested in doing medical billing. Have any of you ever done medical billing? Or I'm interested in, you know, being a counselor. What's involved in being a counselor? I'm interested in, you know, whatever it is you think that you would like to do. And there's a good probability that you're going to find at least one person and probably more out there who are or have done what you want to do, and they can give you their experience. Now, remember, it's their experience. So it doesn't mean it's going to be your experience, but at least you're starting to get information. And it's really important to get as much information about what it is you want to do as you possibly can. You know, do Google search. Find out what's involved. A lot of people tell me, oh, I like to help people. I want to be a counselor. Well, first of all, you may or may not be helping people as a counselor because people have to want help before you can really help them. Second of all, there's a lot of education and a lot of requirements involved. And you might not want to invest in eight years of education. Well, six years of education and two years or more of licensing and that type of thing. You may not want to do that, but there are other ways that you can help people. So find out what all you could do to help people. Don't allow other people to tell you what you can and can't do. You know, it's time to take control of your own life and realize that most people are well-meaning, but many people have no clue what people can actually do. They may not know what you could do with a blind person, and they may not know what you could do with a person. So don't give them that much control over telling you what you can and can do. Also, look at the obstacles that are placed in your way. Everywhere you you turn, there's going to be some level of obstacle. And if you become frustrated and discouraged because those obstacles are there, you're not going to be able to get around them. And it's kind of like going for a walk. A lot of a sudden, somebody's put a great big trash can in the middle of the walk. Well, if you just stand there because you don't believe you can go around that trash can, you're never going to get around it. If you, you know, kind of feel around with your cane or direct your dog to go around it, or somebody comes along and you say, you know, can you show me my way around that trash can? You're going to get around it, right? So life's off obstacles are the same way. When I was um, completing my doctoral degree, I presented three possible dissertation ideas, and all three of them were rejected. 
I'll tell you, by the end of the third rejection, I started to wonder if that was something that I was supposed to achieve. But instead of becoming real frustrated, I was disappointed, especially about the one, because I thought it was a really cool idea. But instead of becoming really, really frustrated or really rejected or just dropping it all together, I told my committee advisor that I really needed his suggestion as to what I could do. He said, well, you know, that in my practice, I've always wondered how blind people, blind clients, and sighted therapists would work together. Can they work together effectively or whatever? He said, I, I've never, you know, I've been a therapist for a long time, and I've never really had a, a client who was blind. And he said, I wonder why that is. I mean, I live in a big city. Well, that planted a seed in my little head for a dissertation idea. And it came together. I finally did a dissertation on how sighted therapists connect with people who are blind. And it became interesting. It, it was, you know, well-received. And, and it became my dissertation, which got my doctorate. So don't allow obstacles to stop you. Just figure out how you can get around them. Look for resources because you want a support system. And it could be it could be anybody. It could be your professors in college. If you're in college, that's always a good idea to get as much support as you can from your professors. Um, if you're trying to make a relationship decision, get your friends, your family to rally around you for support or as many of them as possible. If you have a goal that involves, you know, getting money, figure out what resources are there, student loans or GoFundMe or maybe rehabilitation, you know, other other resources. So develop your resources and then look for opportunity. You know, you, you can find different opportunities. And the other thing is, you know, when you're trying to achieve a goal, that is the time that you want to surround yourself with positive people. If you're getting a lot of you or, oh, think about how horrible that would be, or, you know, these types of negative comments, those are probably not people who are going to be very helpful in helping you overcome what's holding you back. Because you want to find people who are going to say, yeah, that's a good idea. You can do that. Or, I'll support you, or I know a friend who can help you, you know, things like that. So it's really important to take control of your life and don't allow other people to, to hold you back. They may put obstacles in your way, but you know, go around the obstacles, find a way around them, and take the word can't out of your vocabulary. As soon as I hear people say, I can't, you can't, it can't, Can't basically means won't, you know? So, now obviously there are things that all of us can't do. I can't read print. However, there are ways around that. I can't drive. However, there are ways around that. So when you you say the word can't or you hear the word can't, you've just placed an obstacle and you've got to look for ways around it. What can you do, you know? How can you accomplish that? The other thing that you might have to do is prove or disprove something to yourself. And that's okay. You know, you, and you may have to prove it to other people. And that's okay too. 
Because once you prove something, once you prove that you are quite able to do that, you'll feel better about yourself and you'll probably have made a believer because once you prove that you can do it, you know, they can't continue to say that you can't do it, or at least they're going to be less likely. And be prepared for that. When you're, when you're applying for a job, your interviewer is going to want to know how are you going to do the job? Can you do the job? And how are you going to do the job? And they're going to ask that whether you're sighted or blind, but they're definitely going to ask it when you're blind because they don't know what you can do. And remember, most of their thought process is, oh my God, I wouldn't be able to do that if I were blind. There's no way. And so that's why you often get, or you're met with doubt and questioning because they're looking at it from their perspective. I couldn't do that. And if you think about it, have you ever known somebody who is really good at doing something and you don't think that there's any way you could learn to do it? Well, that's how they feel. They basically are pretty sure that if they were blind, there's no way they could even have gotten to the interview, much less, you know, sitting there convincing them that that they could work. So you may have to tell them exactly how you would accomplish your job and be prepared for that. The same in your college classes. You may be met with professors who are looking at that and saying, oh, there's no way I could do that. And you may have to tell them how you can do your job, how you can accomplish those classes. Because if you can't tell them how you would do that, there's no way you're going to convince them that you could. So figure out how you could do it. You may have to modify that down the road or when you get the job or whatever. But, you know, at least have some idea as to how you're going to do something because they're going to ask you. And if people are making an investment in you, rest assured they're going to ask you. And they should because they're making a financial investment. And yeah, you don't want to make an investment in something that it would be like you buying a new phone or a new computer. You want to make sure your computer is going to do what you want it to do, right? Well, that's the way anybody feels when they're making an investment. They want to know that that investment's going to pay off. So have a plan as to how you would do things. So basically what we want to do is identify what we want to do, identify the obstacles or the the things that are keeping you from doing what you're going to do, both resources, you know, like money or education or whatever, and also your feelings and emotions. And then set forth with figuring out a plan because those are obstacles. And so then you've got to come up with a plan as to how you're going to get around those obstacles. And it may not work. Yeah. So if it doesn't work, it's like that big trash can on the sidewalk. You might try to go around it on the right only to find out that there's a big tree there and you can't get past the tree. Oh, then you have to go around on your left. Or you might hear a bunch of traffic and you can't go around on one side because there's a big tree, but right on the other side, there's a bunch of traffic. So you may actually have to just move the trash can out of your way. So that's how it is in life. You have to figure out a plan and be sure that you don't allow somebody to say, hey, you can't go around that trash can because if you can't, then you need to find out why. And then figure out if you can turn around and backtrack and walk around the other way. (laughs) Sometimes you have to do that too. So I'm going to open it up for discussion, questions, comments, 
All right. So, hi, everyone. This is Lynn, your host. If you have a question for Jesse, please raise your hand. And to do that, you're going to use Alt-Y on the computer. You're going to use star 9 on the landline. On the iPhone, you're going to use on the lower right-hand corner is the more button. You're going to double tap on that and then move down the list until you find raised hand. On the Mac, it is option Y. And we're going to, okay, Connie Bateman, you are free to unmute and free to talk. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks again for doing this call. So, you know, Jesse, I think it depends on what stage of life people are at, too. Because when I was younger, I was a teacher of the visually impaired, but it was all itinerant. And I got really tired of that after a while. So I quit my job, changed my career. But the way I changed my career was I did some career. I went to a career assessment class and what came out of that was the results told me to explore adult development and international activities. And I said, wow, I think I really need a change. So the one of the career counselors in that class said, why don't you go and volunteer in ESL classes, English as a second language, and get your feet wet, see if you like it. So I decided I liked it. So I did some part-time work in the English lab at a local community college then eventually went back to school, changed my career, and um, ended up being an ESL teacher. And I did that for about 20 years. And I recently retired. So at the stage of life that I'm at now, I don't really want to do volunteer work. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I've been working for the last, what, 25 years. And I don't want to work anymore. You know, people are like, what are you going to do now that you're retiring and you won't be working anymore? What are you going to do? Because my husband passed away. I'm, you know, I'm living alone now. And they're like, are you sure you're going to be okay retiring? Like, what are you going to do if you, you know, don't work? You know, it's amazing. I find plenty of things to do at home. <laughs> I don't even have to go out and find things to do. So what would you suggest for someone like me? I mean, I'm not really sure at this stage of life, what I want to do, but I know I don't really want to do volunteer work anymore. So do you have any well, suggestions? If you're happy doing what you're doing, don't worry about it. Um, you know, a lot of times we think we have to do things because people are saying, well, what are you going to do? Or don't you get bored or whatever? If you're happy doing what you're doing, don't worry about it. You have the right to do what you want to do. If you, if you feel like, oh, well, I would like to do something different, then you can start to explore that. Because um, can you still hear me? It does depend on people's phases of life. Although having said that, I know many, many, many people, well, not many people, but quite a few people who have changed their careers in midlife. And um, I know a couple of people who have gotten their doctoral degrees when they're 60, 70 years old. So don't don't sell yourself short and say, well, you know, I'm too old to do whatever. But on the other hand, if you're okay doing what you're doing, continue to do it until you get another idea or something pops in your head and you're thinking, hmm, I'd like to do that. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
Okay, just one more thing. So, in fact, I'm thinking about taking some classes like uh, we have Sacramento Society for the Blind and they have a senior impact program. So there's mm-hmm. like a writer's workshop that a retired professor is teaching. There's a yoga class. And then Hadley Institute for the Visually Impaired. I've been thinking about taking a couple courses from them, but I just haven't had time because I've been working. So I see this as an opportunity to to do things that I have not had time to do because I was working. Well, that's exactly right. And sometimes, you know, that's important when when you can't continue to work or you can't continue to work at your job for whatever reason. And that's one way I got into doing these calls, actually, because I can't um, do one-on-one mental health counseling as well as I used to because of my hearing loss. And so I was thinking, wow, what am I going to do? You know, I've got all these skills and um, what am I going to do with them? So I found other things to do, and part of it is these calls, which I am thoroughly enjoying. So yeah, you know, when, you, when you're not working or you lose your job or you have to change your job or whatever, that may be an opportunity to do something different, to take some classes, to get involved in things you wanted to do but you didn't have time before, um, that, that may be your opportunity. Okay, we have, there's one here for iPhone. Uh, You are free to unmute and you're free to talk. Hello, I'm Neil on this. My name is Charlie. Um, I like what you guys was talking about. I would like to know um, what can I do? Um, Let's put like you guys were saying that um, we got like different support to help us, family and stuff like that. Um, I would like to know how, I would like to know if we're not got like help for nobody, what can we do, um, after that? I didn't really catch your, the last part of your question. <laughs> no, no, no. The, um, I, my question was the, um, let's put like the, if our family as us, like visually impaired people, if mm-hmm. they not got like the right tools to help us, what can we use next? Well, you know. It's just important to think about what you can do. What are your skills and um, what's available? What opportunities are out there for you? Um, and you may have to ask around or you may have to, you know, but without knowing exactly what your, your skills are, I mean, it, it goes beyond just, you know, wanting to do something. Um you also have to be able to have the skills and then find the opportunities. Does that make sense? Uh, he's muted. Um, okay, let's go on to the next one. We have Thank you Mary, very much. Okay. Okay. We have Mary Carla Hayes. Yes, and again, thank you for these talks. I'm really enjoying them. Um, once I You're go welcome. back to school, I'll probably have to switch to the Wednesday night track. But anyhow, <laughs> I am going through a period of my life that there are things that I want to do and need to do, and every time I try to do it, and I'm a person with a can-do attitude. I always mm-hmm. have been. But I'm absolutely alone. No family, nobody to help me. I live alone. And the only sighted being in this house is my dog. And he can't read. And so um, I don't know. I have got to work on teaching him how to read. That's another subject. But anyhow, um, speaking of reading, I'm having problems because 
because um, everything that I've used to read to me seems to have broken down at the same time. I um, somebody hacked my computer and my my scanners, my scanning um, drivers for my scanners for Kurzweil got lost, and I can't seem to get them back. And they did a fix on Ira. And so I can't do that five minute thing anymore because they cut me off as an explorer. And I've tried, I've followed their instructions and done everything to get that back. And, um, you know, just, it's just like one thing after another to the point where I'm thinking, should I be thinking, I know it's expensive, but would OrCam help me? But I'm afraid, you know what I mean? So, so there's that. And, and there's just, um, it just seems like in every avenue of my life, I just feel isolated and alone. And I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to overcome the, the obstacles and everything I've tried. I just, just get you know thwarted in and it's it's very discouraging and it makes you want to give up and I'm not the kind of person that gives up so I just want your thoughts on that it does it uh, and it can be really hard and what I would recommend is take one thing at a time because it sounds like you're really overwhelmed with all the things that have been happening so and you may even have to just write them down just take one thing at a time and figure out how can I solve this and then how can I solve this as opposed to trying to resolve everything at the same time um, two really helpful services that I use I signed up with a thing with Geek Squad with Best Buy and they are pretty good at resolving a lot of computer issues as long as you can connect with them online and um, so that might help and it's $200 a year I think for you know you can use it as often as you want or they can come to your house and that type of thing. So that might help with the computer thing. But again, you know, just take one thing at a time, look at the resources that you can use to resolve that and then go for the next one. Does that make okay. sense? All right, Jesse, I don't see any more hands raised. Okay. Well, does anybody have any other comments or questions? Ah, we do have a raised hand. Okay. I apologize. Okay, uh, Lee Campbell, you may now unmute and you're free to talk. Uh, to mute is on the computer is Alt-A. On the iPhone, it's a toggle. It's on the lower left-hand corner. Uh, my name is Leah. And Jesse, when I graduated from college, you know, 19 years ago, during the job interview, they asked me, okay, how would you tell that into a computer? being blind and of course I didn't know the answer and now that I have to use voice recognition software I wouldn't know but I would know to go to the developer of the software and ask okay this is what I have to do with this job how do I do it would it be permissible in an interview to say I'm not sure the exact steps or how to do it but I do have the resources and the go-to person on learning how to do it. You know what? I am not tech savvy, or not really. Um, everything I want to know about computers or software or whatever, I have to ask somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so what you might want to do is post that to even ACB communities or whatever. You know, because other people may have much better suggestions for that than I can. Because it's just such a very, very small niche of people that know how or what to do with the voice recognition. And 
I may not know all the ins and outs of each business and what I might need to do. So, but this person who designed the software would definitely be able to assist me. So I didn't know if an interview, if I got posed that question, like what you were saying, how would I do it? I could say, I'm not sure, but I would go to the developer and pose it to him on how to do it. Yeah, I suppose. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, when it when it comes to you know those types of issues, I would just I would have to ask other people too what to do or how to. Yeah, because I I'm just new to learning the software, so I wouldn't know how it might be applicable in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, keep asking until you get it resolved. If one person can't help you, ask somebody else oh, right. until you figure out how to resolve that problem. Okay. And you were asking for like supports or kind of ask around about people who had done something in your field that you were interested in. Where might you go to find other blind wheelchair users that had done like a math instructor position? Right. I, I certainly, you know, get where you're coming from. Okay. Let us know how it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. We have Pam Coffey. You can unmute yes. and you're free to talk. I'm calling in response to Carla. And I know you don't want to deal with this on this call, but if at the end of the call, maybe... Either I can give her my contact information or she can give hers because I may know of some apps. If she has an iPhone, I think I know of some things that might help her in her situation because they've really helped me. Okay, um, Pam, what you want to do is you want to contact Cindy Hollis and... yes. Go that route and give your contact information to her and have her pass it along to Carla. We really can't do it on this call. I'm sorry. I understand. I absolutely understand. But I just thought I might be able to help her. Well, And I I really appreciate what you all are doing. You're welcome. And that's a great reason to be connected with other people. Because, you know, like I said earlier, if I have a technical question... I ask somebody, and usually I go to people on, you know, bits list or um, just post it on Facebook or, you know, something like that. And somebody will usually answer the question. So you really just have to connect with people and be willing to reach out there and ask what you want to know. Colleen, you may unmute and you're free to talk. Okay. Hi, Jesse. Um. Thanks for doing these calls, and I have a question. I <clears throat> have to give my computer to um, somebody, and they're going to put Windows 10 and all of that, but I'm petrified to give them my computer because then I have to use my iPhone for everything, and I'm pretty good at using my iPhone except for Facebook, which I love going on Facebook, and I'm better at you know, doing it on my computer, so... I don't know, just, I just need to do it. And the sooner I do it, I guess, you know, I'll be able to learn it, but then I'm going to get training, but it's just taking those steps and doing it. I just, with my learning disability, I have trouble learning things, but once I learn it, I get it. 
So I'm just, do you have any questions? I mean, answers for that? What is the reason you, you have to give your computer away? Um, because they're going to upgrade it for me. I'm trying to um, look for a job. And I've done um, customer service and receptionist. And I want to look for a job. So, yeah, they're going to put Windows 10 and 2019. And um, I have JAWS. So they've upgraded state services for the blind. have upgraded it. But it just takes me a while to learn things. But once I get it, I get it and do it. But I don't know. The sooner I do it, the sooner I'll be able to start my training. <laughs> okay, now I got I'm you. procrastinating. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. Just keep reminding yourself. You know what? I learned Windows 7 or JAWS or whatever it is you learned. And I can learn Windows 10. I can reach out and ask people to help me um, mm-hmm. to get information, you know, to how I can do that. Um, you're right. The sooner you do it, the sooner you can start your training, and then you can hopefully do some other things you want. So, you know, okay. just, just let yourself okay. know, you know what? I've got to do this because if I want what I what I want, then I, I have to take the step. All right. Thank you. Okay. You have any other right. questions? Yes, we do. We have four raised hands. 914 area code. Hand, uh, you can unmute. Okay. My name is Rita Polsoni. And I have um, a problem with technology like like most people. I part of my trouble I had some mental illness. I suffered from uh depression and I'm doing a little better now and I'm on medication but I lose my patience a lot when I um try to learn something new, whether it be technology or anything else. And I just and I'm a senior citizen. So they tell me that in order to get computer lessons, I have to get a job. And I don't think the state commission wants to open my case again. So I don't know what to do. I'm totally blind as well. Well, as far as um, losing your patience when you try to learn things, um, when you start feeling yourself getting frustrated, walk away. It's not okay. worth yeah, it's not worth continuing to be angry over. Just walk away. Go do something relaxing. Just get your, your mind away from whatever. Because nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, when you come back, you're gonna find that you know, it's easier to learn. There are lots of different resources out there. I don't mm-hmm. know what state you live in, but you know, they're I live all in New York of- State, Westchester County. Okay. Well, there are all kind of, you know, books and resources and how to do things. Um, mm-hmm. now I'm not sure what it is you want to learn to do, but there are all kind of, you know, different training resources, books out there. Um, so you might just get one of those and start out slow. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. really know much about it, look for something that says for beginners. Because, oh, okay. Yeah. Usually those are explained, you know, for people who... They assume don't know anything about it. Right. Um, yeah. Again, feel free to ask questions, find, um, get involved in, in some of these community support groups or, you know, different mm-hmm. things. And, and ask questions. Ask people what's out there to help me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, figure out 
a lot of times people say, well, I want to use a computer. Well, okay, what do you want to use it for? Well, I want to use it. I do email pretty well, but Uh I want to be able to write in it in Microsoft Word, and I want to learn how to do the Internet so I can look up things. I'm not good with those things. Okay. Well, be very specific then. Just ask somebody, you know, is there a good resource out there for me to learn to use Word? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I learn to use the Internet? Because if you just say you want to learn to use a computer, that's too vague. That's too vague. Yeah, I mean, that's too broad. So what do you want to learn to do? And then take it one thing at a time. Don't force yourself to learn everything at once. Okay. Now, when I first started learning to use the iPhone, I found myself trying to do everything. And I was so frustrated with it. And so I just broke it down and I took one day and I learned to make calls and I learned to receive calls. And then I decided I wanted to figure out how to get rid of a bunch of numbers. So, you know, so break it down and decide that you're going to learn, you know, each thing as you go. One step at a time. One step at a time. And don't expect to learn everything there is to know about Word. I don't know anybody who does. So, you know, learn what you need to know. Okay. Want to know. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It's an eight two eight area. Eight two eight. I'm so sorry, Mika. No, you're eight two eight. You can and unmute. You're, you're unmuted. You are. You are unmuted. Hi, this is Judy. I just wanted to mention for the woman who is using the wheelchair and speech recognition. I think AFB, the American Foundation for the Blind, still has Career Connect, where you can find mentors that are doing the job you would like to do. I don't know if she would be able to find somebody that is in a wheelchair and using speech recognition, but you don't know (laughs) until you look. So it's Career Connect through AFB. Org, the American Foundation for the Blind. I think that resource is still there. Thank you. Thanks for doing this, Jesse. I really appreciate it. That was an awesome suggestion, and thank you very much. And that's another thing. If, you, if anybody wants to find out what careers people who are blind are doing, you know, that's, that's a good way to connect. And even if they don't have anybody right now, they can take your information, and if they they can either ask or they they might get somebody who has some information about that. So, yeah, feel free to connect with AFB because they're an excellent resource. All right. We have Karen. You can unmute and you're free to talk. Uh, yes, I would just like to give some feedback to Rita from Westchester. Rita, I suggest that you contact the Lighthouse Guild I and the Vision Lighthouse Guild and another organization called Visions. They're both in Manhattan. Then there's the Helen Keller. Um, I believe they're in Brooklyn. So if you reach, I know I've just started to investigate services. So there seems to be a lot of services out there. So if you reach out, I am sure that they may be able to help you. I know that the Lighthouse Guild has something called ALF, and that's specifically for people over 55. Um, And so if you reach out, 
I'm sure you can find the help you need. Very good. And this is another reason to be connected because you get good suggestions from people. We don't have any more hands raised except for uh, Leah Campbell, who asked a question before. Okay, well, we still have a little time. All right. Yeah. Leah, if you would like to unmute, you are free to talk. Well, first, thanks to the person for the uh, Career Connect reference resource. And I just wanted to mention one for anyone. There is the National Disability Institute at ndi.org that you can connect with them, and they should be able to tell you of different resources in your state. So they're the parent of uh, the ABLE National Resource Center. So I just wanted to also give that resource. Okay. Now, I can't overemphasize the importance of being connected with groups of people, and and especially groups of blind people. Um, When I want to know computer information, I go to blind people first. When I want to know iPhone information, I go to blind people first because they're the ones who use these devices the way we use them, the way I'm going to use them. My side of friends are awesome to help with, you know, figuring out things that are not working. But my blind friends are the ones who can say, yeah, that works. Or, well, if you would do such and such, (laughs) it would work. Or, yeah, such and such has those books in Braille or on tape or whatever. You know, so be as connected as possible. I mean, if if you don't really want to socialize with a lot of people, fine. But be connected because that's where you're going to find out about all these wonderful resources. All right. Um, Karen, uh, you have your hand raised. You. I just have a quick comment. Um, I'm, I'm retired. I now use an, I'm an Apple nut. So I, I call Apple mm-hmm. accessibility often, even though my, my devices are older and I'm not necessarily um, calling about an accessibility um, function, I just say I'm legally blind and how do I do X, Y, or Z? They just help me. They don't question me or anything. They just help me. Um, And I'm guessing that Microsoft has the same thing, but I don't know. Right. The other thing I do a lot is I Google. Like if I'm trying to do something, I just set up an Instagram account. I don't know why, but I did. But, um, you know, I Googled, how do I keep my privacy? How do I do this? Anything you need to know, if you go onto the internet and you just Google it, you can get the answer. That's my two cents. Well, <laughs> thank you, because that's exactly right. And, you know, sometimes you have to look and, and read a little bit further and maybe decide that That piece of information probably isn't going to be very helpful, but keep exploring and you will find something. You'll find something out there. Okay. We don't have any more hands raised. Okay. Well, um, I appreciate everybody participating and and attending. Um, As always, if you have a topic that you would like to go over, let me know. You can get a hold of me at jrail114 at comcast.net or you can just send the information to cindy and she will absolutely send it and i'll get back with you um and we'll repeat this one 
tomorrow evening. And then I'll see you next week with another topic. Thank you.